you're listening to the Big Finish Weekly Podcast. There's a good chance it's Monday the 12th of December 2016. Hello, my name's Benji Clifford here and I am joined by the man that makes checkerboard floors look like a game of chess. That's right, it's a member of the Big Finish royal family here, Dalek connoisseur, vocal maverick and general nice man. It is Mr. Nicholas Briggs. Hello, I'm a vocal maverick. Uh, yes, uh, and let me just say, Big Finish are the purveyors of fine audio drama and audiobooks. I know you probably know that, but there's an outside chance we have some new listeners. Hello to you. Bonjour. Y- yes, that's another way of saying hello. Yes, <laughs> you're in for a treat. Our stuff is based on Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake 7, Sherlock Holmes, The Avengers, The Omega Factor, Survivors, The Prisoner, loads of stuff. Dracula, Frankenstein, The Confessions of Dorian Gray, There are Daleks, Cybermen, Ice Warriors, Vashtadara, the Silent Silurian Sea Devils unit, we've got the lot. That's a big box set right there of wonderful things, <laughs> including a tried and tested podcast format. Tried oh, and yes. tested, guys. It's passed the test, I hope. Or it might still be tried. Yes, it's, it is rather trying. Though. It's like one of those it's crash like... test dummies you put in a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> you just see us... <laughs> oh, they've oh, tried the again. They've tried again and they've failed. Well, here it is anyway. In a moment, the latest Big Finish news. That'll be followed by listeners' emails. And then a guest star interview. Who will it be? Who knows? Should be a good one. It's always a good one. We'll find out in a moment. And then there'll be the Randomoid Selectatron when I pick a random release from the archive. And then there will be a roundup of the latest releases and a tantalizing tease of Terra Hawks. Gotta love a bit of Terror Hawks. Repeat after me. Gotta love a bit of Terror Hawks. Have a listen. Give it a go. As for the guest star. It's John Levine! Hey! Yeah, now, in the last podcast, I did say that uh, I was going to see him that evening. I don't know whether you remember. Mm. Um, but uh, I, I'd misread the email. I thought it was, it was for a screening of a film he's done, and I thought it was for 9pm. And he'd said, oh, bring your wife and kid. And I said, I think 9pm's a little bit late for Ben, so, you know. Uh, and... Um, it was from five o'clock until nine p.m. Oh no! So at half past five, I thought, oh, do you know, I think I just might leave early, even though I could, you know, I had to drive for about an hour and a half to get to Bournemouth, where it was. But it was already, it had already been on for half an hour when I thought of leaving. It's an hour and a half journey, so it was just a car crash. I must phone him up and apologise. I've sent an email, but um, we've all been I there, did. though. We've all done it once or twice in our lives everybody makes that mistake where you just mess up the time and if you're lucky you've not left if you're unlucky you leave either after it's finished or midway and so it's it's a a vicious circle the real lucky thing was that i decided to check the original email because i'd actually copied the address into my diary thing and uh, so i was just going to use that and i thought i'll just check the original email so if i hadn't have done that i would have just set off at seven o'clock and arrived just at the point where they were all going home and gone, <laughs> what? <You> know, <laughs> having driven, you know, an hour and a half through the darkness of the Dorset countryside. Right. So, Nick, is it time to go to the max? It is. Excellent. Here we are. This is the Big Finish News. Cue Nick and Benji. 
noise you made was so high frequency then i think uh, i think it cleared my ears out <laughs> i thought it cleared my sinuses <laughs> <laughs> well possibly Maybe. those as well it's all connected you know it as is any medical practitioner listening will tell you ent there we go well, okay, I'm actually really excited. So there is a new, exciting audio drama coming from Big Finish. And as a history buff myself, I'm rather excited to announce that it's called Cicero. And it's set in Rome, ATPC, and it's all about murder. Here we go. Rome, ATPC. A wealthy landowner has been murdered in the street. His son, Sextus Rossius, is accused of the crime. When every lawyer in the city turns down his case, there's only one man who can save Rossius from a guilty verdict and a particularly grisly execution. Marcus Tullius Cicero, a mere 26 years old, but a rising star in the forum. Together with his brother Quintus, Cicero must investigate the murder of Rossius's father and find the true culprit. But in their quest for justice, the brothers Cicero may be about to make some very powerful enemies indeed. And that's an hour-long historical drama set in ancient Rome, starring Dirk Gently's Samuel Barnett as Roman lawyer Cicero. This is a story about Cicero's first and most famous case, in which he uncovered corruption at the very top of Roman society. It's it's a it's part courtroom drama and part detective story. I Claudius meets Garrow's Law with a smattering of the last detective. It's a joy. If it's a success, we'll do more. Who knows? Strangely enough, actually, it reminds me of when I studied at, when I was at college. I studied mm. classi- classical civilizations, and so reading that was just like I was getting all this this sort of random hash of of Marcus Tullius Cicero and the forum (laughs) and all all this business so yeah so Cicero is released for download on February 2017 and for a very 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 attractive low 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 how low can you go price (laughs) stay tuned for more news on Cicero as Benji said it stars Samuel Barnett who's the new Dirk Gently on BBC America and Netflix here's a snatch of what he had to say to producer Scott Hancock during the studio sessions of Cicero And I believe um, some of the script is taken from actual sort of transcripts or, you know, written recordings of of some of the trials. Well, that's it. This is a dramatisation of his first big trial that sort of made a name for him. And it is is fantastic because actually, well, we've just finished recording the the big sort of trial scene, the speech that he gives. And it's brilliantly constructed Mm. and structured. He's clearly an extraordinary man. It's a real pleasure to play it. But also, you know, just kind of obviously everything's dramatised and stuff, but sort of keeping reminding oneself that this was real. This stuff, Absolutely. Happened. This stuff happened. It's been documented. All those names yeah. existed. All, all those names, names which, no one can say. which we can't say and we're having arguments still about what the correct pronunciation is. Cicero and Dirk Gently star Samuel Barnett there. Colin Baker's Sixth Doctor sees out the year for the main Doctor Who range. Released on Tuesday the 13th of December, who knows that may even be today as far as you're concerned, Doctor Who Absolute Power and Doctor Who Quicksilver see Colin Baker and Miranda Raisin conclude a trilogy of stories as the Doctor and Mrs. Constance Clark after last month's extremely popular Doctor Who Order of the Daleks. Written and directed by Jamie Anderson, son of children's TV legend Jerry Anderson, Absolute Power sees the travellers arrive on an alien world with a terrifying history. Here's the trailer. Hello? Anyone? Help! Help me, please! 
coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Ah, good day, gentlemen. Ah, Doctor, we've been expecting you. Doctor Who, absolute power. Come on! Come on! Doctor, what, what's this that's just been happening? Ah, no, 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 no. What you're doing, old girl? The threat is within. Enough, Doctor. Leave this place or I shall destroy you. We need to get out of here. Where is Constance? What have you done with her? I'm afraid that poor Constance is about to be involved in a tragic accident. Uh, uh, oh, they won't budge. Uh, this is all looking rather bleak. Hold tight! Good luck, Emma. Thank you. Big Finish. We love stories. Badaboom. Doctor Who Quicksilver, written by Matt Fitton, or Matt Mitten, as he was referred to on the Tenth Planet website once, uh, brings Mrs. Clark back home to Earth, where the Doctor is about to unexpectedly encounter a familiar face. Here's the trailer! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, Quicksilver. My dearest H, I'm never sure exactly when you might Hush be... Hush now. I'll do my best to let you know when I might be coming back. Who knows? This beastly war may be six months closer to being over. Indeed. Remain constant. Constance, my rock. You too, Henry. Goodbye! <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Henry Clark. Lost in action. Oh no. What is this place? Earth, General. This way to the shelter! Oi! Lad! What are you doing over there? Oh no, 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 no. They're coming for me. They've no far for eight two choosy, they're coming for everyone! Stop right there! Or I shoot! The human has a weapon! Please, you must help me! How do you know who I am? Fire weapon! You run, black cowards, and we will seek you out. We are coming. General Villal, I presume, you've brought an alien war to Earth. Only hope we're not too late to stop the killing. Big Finish. We love stories. magical wonderful quicksilver stuff there thanks for that trailer nick what and who will be the casualties of war find out when the war doctor returns in february i can never say that when i'm when i'm rolling i can never say february i just can't do it feb the 20, second month of the year the second month of the year <laughs> who knows who knows the War Doctor Casualties of War is in Feb 2017, and this time a figure from his past has come back to confront him. Leela, warrior of the Sever Team, will meet the warrior of the Time War, and she may not like what she finds. It was all producer David Richardson's idea to have two of our favourite actors firing off against each other, and it's going to be great. There are three full cast stories in the Casualties of War box set. The War Doctor and the Arch-Time Lord, not-so-cold warrior Olistra, played by Jacqueline Pierce, are stranded far from their Time Lord forces, with the Daleks closing in, destroying all that stands between them. 
They must call on the help of new friends and old to fight their way back to the front lines. In Pretty Lies by Guy Adams, a war reporter may provide the key to their escape, but it is often said that the first casualty of war is the truth. The Lady of Obsidian by Andrew Smith sees the return of Leela as the Doctor seeks help from a shadowy guerrilla force when a Dalek strike fleet heads to destroy another defenseless world. Finally, in the Enigma dimension by someone claiming to be Nicholas Briggs, the Dalek time strategist has a new plan to ensure final victory in the Time War. As its forces gather for a huge assault on the enemy, ahead of the fleet something hovers above the planet of the Time Lords and on Gallifrey itself, shadows move among the cloisters. See, my intention with this story uh, was to do something a little unexpected. As the final installment, surely you might think it should be a gigantic battle, a real showdown, but I, I wanted to reduce it to something really rather personal and very disconcerting. Yes, stand by to be boggled. And as you know, the Time Ward Saga bundles are available on download and CD, collecting together all four of the War Doctor sets, as well as next year's 8th Doctor Time War box set. I can't wait. And that, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, is the end of the news. It's bundled itself onto a train, halfway over the Scottish Riviera, and is stopping off... (laughs) at um donald trump's golf course yes there there (laughs) for for a quick quick game of putting and there we go it's the end of the news see you later (laughs) time now for listeners emails And remember, you can email us at podcast at bigfinish.com. I'll say that again for those who choose to ignore me saying that. Podcast <laughs> at bigfinish.com. Do you know, I actually initially wrote the address down wrong. I mean, what's the matter with me? It's one of those ones that I do it all the time. Like, Big Finish at Podcast. No, it's not that. That's well, exactly what I tried to type. Uh, and I literally said dough out loud. Dough. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, okay. Well, one more time, everybody. It's podcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at bigfinish.com. There we go. Send literally anything, but nothing obscene. Please, nothing obscene. You say that now. I say that now. It's all been sent already. It's all in there waiting, like a horrible mystery, magical mystery tour of obscene things. So, yeah, send literally anything that can be sent in an email, and that doesn't smell. Right, first up, then, this is from Rob Tizard. Thank you for the brilliant Pertwee catchphrase. I can't stop saying it now. Loving the regular formatted podcast. It makes it more than bearable. That's an inverted... That's a, that's a little joke about... Um, I think it was Peter Davison saying listening to Big Finish in the car makes the journey more than bearable. Or someone <laughs> said that and I said, oh, that's a great strap line for Big Finish, you know. More than bearable. Sla- slap it on a CD, on the, on the front of a CD. More than bearable. You'll be all, you'll be all right. You'll be okay. Just about. As a big fan of Doctor Who and Christmas, who doesn't love Doctor Who and Christmas? I feel somewhat glum that I did not invest in the short trip books that you did some time back. I realise there's no chance of them being available again in the current format, but I would love to grab a Christmas special set of audio versions of them this time of year. Feasible? 
Who knows? Uh, uh, it's not all of them. I mean, we could you know, we could look into that. Yeah, okay. I mean, we published many of those books. We couldn't we couldn't get that done in time. I don't think. Not unless I read them very fast. <laughs> the doctor landed on the planet, and then the aliens came out and shot him, and then they fell down a hole. You know, I don't know. Also, I'm sad that Sapphire and Steel has now vanished, aren't we all? Uh, I was put off at first due to the lack of original actors, but when I did get them in, when I did get them in the sale, I was blown away. Even if no more are ever made, they were incredible. It's a great shame that they suffered due to piracy and lack of chance. I've loved War Doctor, Doom Coalition and the Master Trilogy this year. Great stuff. Guess that's all. Thanks for keeping me smiling and entertained in these dark days. Merry Christmas and hopeful and brighter New Year to all you folks. Rob, sent from my mind. Wonderful. He's very clever, you know, very clever man. Isn't it strange seeing all this Christmas stuff hurtling in towards us? Just say another another quick reminder that uh, the days to buy your Christmas presents are ever diminishing. Rob then quickly added a follow-up email. P.S. Cannot wait for Cold Fusion and Original Sin. Damaged Goods is amazeballs. Please do more like Sky Pirates. Maybe. Also, Adventures of Teabag. <laughs> I fear there wouldn't be enough interest, but it would be cool. Also sent from my mind. Correct. There wouldn't be enough interest. <laughs> <clears throat> James Lovell writes, Hello, Big Finish Central. Hope all are well. Yes, all are well. I wrote in to ask a few questions. One, can you give us any hints on other monsters in Classic Doctor's New Monsters 2? other than there being one monster in two stories. No. Two. <laughs> Just keep, keep it a bit secret. Don't mean to be rude. Uh, two. What's in store for good old eight after the Time War box set? Not telling you. Uh, <laughs> lots of exciting things, though. Uh, three. Will Davros be in the Eighth Doctor Time War set? No plans. Four, are there any plans to do any more Tenth Doctor stories? Well, you know, of course we'd love to. It's just uh, we hope that we can make it happen at some point in the future. Fingers crossed. Five, are there any new Who plans for new stuff? Yes. Six, is the new website going to be up in the summer or later? Yes, it might, it might be uh, late spring. What do you think of that? Mm. Uh, is there going to be more Gallifrey? Sure, probably. Eight. Uh, when will more info for War Doctor 4 be online? N now. Yes, yes, it happened after you sent your email. Thanks for your time. James, those are lovely questions. I hope my uh, answers weren't too perfunctory. When you were reading that out, all I could think in my head was... Bit of a um, mastermind, yeah. <laughs> and I kept waiting right on the last question. I just kept waiting for you to go. <laughs> I've started, so I'll finish. Yes. <laughs> yes. When will <laughs> more? I've started, so I'll finish. When will more info for War Doctor Four be online? Uh, pass. Yeah. <laughs> you passed on five of those, Nick Briggs. Um, you're fired. <laughs> I'm, I'm confusing formats now. <laughs> That'd be fun, though, wouldn't it? Big Finish Mastermind. 
Mm. You say that. It'd be dreadful. And I would be in the chair <laughs> and I would get everything wrong and I would be humiliated live on air and it would be dreadful. Let's never do it. We've got, two, we've got a quiz coming up in the next podcast. Yeah, that's enough quizzing for me. But more on that story later. On you go with the next email. And now a crazy email from Alex Pass, or as I like to call him, or as he likes to call himself, actually, Big Al. The uh, our good gangster friend there. So this is from Big Al. Good Stop, luck. don't move. Good grief. I reverse the polarity. Hike! No, no, none of them. My personal favourite has to be from the Demons episode 5, as Pertwee's doctor is offered absolute dominion over all life on Earth by a 30-foot-tall devil monster. No, no, I don't want it. Perfectly. I act. wish people could have seen your actions when you did that. You have to do the classic <laughs> razor arm. No, no. <laughs> No, the the best one is from um, is from Spearhead in Space with the with Raptor sort of doing oh, this. Yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Going for the laughs there. Aren't oh man. Perfect reaction to the offer of another quick alcoholic beverage at last orders or another helping of Christmas pudding or a bumper big finish special offer bundle. Yes, well that's actually quite a nice vintage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, P.S. This outburst should immediately be followed by some theatrical gurning and a few. I can't, I can't. Nobody can do it as good as John, can they? Noises as though the Keller machine has just turned up to give you a brainstorm. Then just admit defeat and submit temptation anyway. P.S. I also like to turn into a croton when my sat nav loses signal. Direction point. Direction point. I have lost control. Good times. It's uh, that's that's what Al said. Good times, yeah. So I have Good lost times. contact. It is. I have lost contact. Contact. Direction point. South African exit. And apologies to any South Africans listening in. Uh, that's all we have time for this week. I think we've exhausted ourselves. Uh, more emails next time. They're they're piling up, and I can't wait to delve into that inbox pile that i don't know that sounds weird and remember all you have to do to join in is email us at podcast at bigfinish.com we're here ready and eager to read what you have to say if somebody can write one on a typewriter scan it in and send it over that would be marvelous <laughs> uh, good luck with that though <laughs> right moving on lick moving on Stand by for mayhem. The irrepressible John Levine is just seconds away. I recorded this interview with him during the recent Unit Assembled recording, but we were being coy about that release because we didn't know where the interview would be going out. I mentioned before that I was dreadfully sorry that I didn't go to the screening of John Levine's movie. Uh, sorry, if you're listening, John. I've got a funny feeling that John doesn't listen to podcasts, but maybe I'll send this to him anyway. Anyway, here's John. Well, we could. Yeah. Yes. No. Hello, John Levine. <laughs> well, hello, Nick Briggs. Oh, well, uh, I, I always like to start these little chats by making a shameless attempt at making it all about me. And uh, how long have we known each other? Well, Nick, I was working it out just now. It's got to be about 35 years. Is it, really? it must be. 
you you were a young man and the reason i remembered you is you had the eagerness and the energy to want to learn and if you think back before i was a man who spoke the truth and got into a bit of trouble for it if you think about it i remember you looking at me in particular not with envy or awe but you looked at me as a man who had traits that you wanted my humor my humanitarianism in other words my basic kindness to people I liked and the very first time we met I can't remember what you asked me but it was something like how do you think I should do this maybe it was an interview you had a microphone yeah, yeah, possibly, and you were holding yeah, it incorrectly yeah. because you were new at it yeah, and so all I, I remember in my ear or something yes, <laughs> yes. and I said to take it out of your ear Nick otherwise it becomes a habit and all I remember is I said to you well look Nick you're obviously keen to learn and I, 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 whatever it is I said, and you did it, and you did it perfectly. And all I remember is, there's a man I like, and there's a man who's going to work the same way as I do. Love of the job, a passion, a lot of energy, and never gives up. And that's what we proved. Well, there are two things I'd like to say. So first, you touched my knee during that answer. <laughs> but only for five minutes, Nick. <laughs> And the second thing is, yeah, we had such a laugh, didn't we? We did. You know, we that did. Good thing. That interview in that tree <laughs> is still one of the funny. I mean, have you got a bit from my squirrel? And then at the end, when you just went, <laughs> I never forgot that. Remember, you threw a bit of bark. Yes. And, and, and Keith, he brought the music up as the bark hit that. But it was hilarious. And that we got inside the tree. Yeah. That was wonderful, Nick. Great time. And then we used to do all that uh, for Keith Barnfather of Real Time Pictures. Yes. We used to do that filming around the country for industrial videos and yes, things. Yes, I remember those well. I, well I mean, it was I a race to get the best room in the hotel. Yes, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> always the cheapest hotel and always the worst rooms. But that they, they were the days, Nick. They were the days. They looked expensive to yes, me. Yes, they did. did yes. <laughs> um, now, there are two main questions I ask in these podcast interviews. I thought Richard Franklin was trying to get in then. Okay. Sorry, I bolted the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stay out, Richard. This is my moment. Um, and one, one is, uh, what's tingling your molecules about Big Finish at the moment? But you, you, won't, be li you won't have listened to Big Finish. Will you? you haven't listened to any Big Finish. Oh, I've heard a few. Have you? Yeah. Yes, I heard a few. Um, have a you heard of the one you did? Have you? Yes, I'm a, I have to be honest with you. The only reason I loved it so much is... Because I'd had a, a bit of an issue at the time, I didn't think I could do the voices, to be quite frank with you. But when I listened to the finished product, the one compliment, given that I had to go silent for a while, as you know, but the one compliment I wanted to phone you and your engineers up, the sound effects were so perfectly timed. I remember you said I that, was right? thrilled. Because remember, Nick, I've been doing AVs for 30 years. I know all about visuals and music. I spend 100 hours music research, like I've done on this project now. I'm on my 89th hour of finding 26 music tracks. And what I do is, because I have all the library music, when I was an, an, uh, an independent producer, all the major library music, like Bruton and all the major things, they send me all their pro-copyright stuff. So I have over a 1,000 LPs and God knows how many DVDs, and I won't rest until the music is on the bar, on the word, and on the cue. So I've always loved that, and that's why you and I work so well together. Mm. You had an imagination, you were daring, and you were talented. I mean, we didn't think Not about so it. Not much of the word. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you were talented, and it was bursting out of you, and that's what made me. That's what made me but you, like you. But you. Oh, bless you. It was. Uh, it was like a form of hypnotism. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you were saying that. Uh, so you liked all the post-production on that? Yes, I couldn't believe you made me. Oh. I felt like a star in that um, 
um, I've forgotten the name of it now, a Council of War. Oh, that's and I couldn't believe that you gave me five voices. I mean, when I first read it, I thought, I can't do this. I mean, I can't. And do you used a tip from John Pertwee? John, by, by altering the, 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 my jaw, like if you True. push your bottom out there, I'm or if you put your top lip. Yeah. And, and I mean, he obviously was a total pro. But there were a couple of voices on there, like the judge and a couple more. I was so thrilled. And, but it was the sound effects. Oh. The timing of the sound effects were just brilliant. And, of course, I had my little... Uh, my gun, my um, the James Bond gun, yeah, yeah. Uh, of which name I've forgotten it now. What, the Walter PPK. Uh, the Walter Wal Wal PPK. Wolf, 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 Wolf. But no, I was so thoroughly thrilled. And the people that phoned me up um, saying, you must have done hundreds of these to get that good. And I thought, wow. Mm -hmm. So yes, I was extraordinarily pleased. And I am sad that I was away doing another job and couldn't come and work with you for a while. Yeah, but, but now that I'm nice. back in England, yeah. um, if anything else comes, and I obviously would be very happy to be involved. Absolutely. There's a very nice atmosphere in here today, Nick, and I felt it. Look, I don't mind people knowing this. When you lose the woman you love, and then my mum dying last year, nearly losing the house, having no money because it was stolen, when you get to your mid-70s, it just suddenly seemed as though the whole, the whole world had collapsed around me. Yeah. And I broke. I broke. I've got a butterfly soul, Nick. Roger Delgado and John Perch, we both noticed, and Roger had the same. We have butterfly souls. I help homeless people. I try and give a bit of money. There's a couple of people in Salisbury, and I was giving him £20 a week just because the man was so hungry and his dog was dying. for the. And all I know is that a little bit of kindness here and there, and now I feel all that kindness coming back. And, of course, working back with you again, oh, it's like old times, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. Nothing it's lovely seems to, to have changed. you here. And it's been, I was just saying to you before I pressed record how brilliant it sounded. <laughs> Not that we, can, oh. we can't tell anyone what it is because it's top secret. No, I know. But it's brilliant. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> there's certainly a nice atmosphere about it. it. Yeah. I love the scenes where we're uh, like close to the mic. Yeah, I heard I, you say the that. Oh, they're the ones yeah, I love the most. Great. And yeah. the talking to myself, I've rather mastered quite well. Yeah. Let's see, we turn that up. I better not yeah. blow this up. Oh, I, 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 Nick, I thoroughly loved it. Um, now, the last question is, because it's only a few questions, and, and then you can get your train. <laughs> uh, uh, what's tingling your mono molecules in entertainment generally? Anything you like, TV, film, books, I don't know, anything... What 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 kind of what turns me on? What yeah, makes me want to watch? Anything you've seen recently? Well, or uh, that you really love? Oh gosh! Well, I, I thought the night uh, the night um, night manager uh, that oh, Tom yeah. Hiddleston thing was sensationally good, and of course he's killed his James Bond uh, prospects by going out with that lovely lady, uh, the singer, which is now all over. They called it a, a showmance, not a romance. It was just they thought about him going out with with Taylor Swift would make him look more like a Bond with plenty of young women. And that's messed and it it up the, for him. Uh, totally, I, I've heard on the un, on the underground, so to speak, that it's totally messed him up and Idris Elba of course is going to turn it down what a great uh, Bond Idris Elba would make yeah. a black Bond and also a great actor yeah. what has turned me on lately is, is um, funny enough I've never been a George Clooney fan uh, but I watched a he movie he speaks very highly of you yeah, well, yeah, I know and I felt bad not watching his films Nick <laughs> but he's made a movie which is out the other night called The American it's oh, about yes, a retired yeah. Just one of those films that really hit, hit me. It's great. I do it? love the news, by the way, and I do love what's going on in America because I believe a country gets the president they deserve. And guess what? America deserves one of those two. <laughs> You've gone right for the controversy. Right for the throat, Nick. Right for the throat. <laughs> okay, well, John. What a fact. Well, I'll see you in a few days. Well, Nick, yes, you hear. We yeah. mustn't make it sound as though this is the last time. Yeah. And I am touching Nick's knee again. Yeah, he's not touching I'm, I'm, I'm actually, it. I'm, I know, I'm actually squeezing ah! it. But uh, our case I'm comes up on security. Thursday. But in the meantime, we'll be doing more recording of Big Finish. And as I said before, it's lovely to be back home. And thank you for welcoming me back so nicely. It was a big kiss. <laughs> uh,
Huge thanks to John. I met him when I was a mere slip of a lad, and we've always maintained more than cordial relationships. I don't know quite what that means. Lovely fellow. A one-off, possibly a great British eccentric. I think that's how you might describe him. He's a fascinating chap. Lots of wonderful stories. Again, I, I my usual encounter with, with all these people seems to be in lifts. I did meet him very briefly in a lift. Uh, blink and you'd miss it. It was very early in the morning. Everybody was going down for breakfast. Marvellous stuff, though. Seemed like a lovely chap. And his interview is very, 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 very interesting. So, marvellous stuff. And now, it is that time, once again, for everybody's favourite chap, Ran the Randomoid Selectatron, to do his stuff. And now, here we go. So, without further ado, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pluck a release from the archive. I'm going to pop it on a plate. I'm <laughs> going to put it on the table. And Nick is going to dissect it. So, without yes, further ado... Yes, could I ado, have toast with it, please? No, you'll get what you're given. Um, <laughs> so, without further ado, Ran is doing his stuff and... Ooh, quite tense. It's everybody's favourite firefighting programme, London's Burning. It's London's Burning, <laughs> Dark Shadows, London's Burning. D- oh, Dark Shadows, London's Burning. I, of course, know nothing about this. Here's the trailer. Why are you looking at me like that? I was just wondering how old you are. What? Your eyes. It's as if they've caught the moonlight far too many times. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Empire. My name's Madam Rosie Fay, and I'm here to bring pleasure to your ears. Ain't no one gonna say I bring pleasure to your eyes as well? You ready for a song? Oh, I know all about you, Rosie Fay. I recognize a creature of the night when I see one. I ain't no creature. I'm talking about your gentleman friend. He ain't no creature. He's an American. It's a tale of horror and intrigue. Oh, my favorite. <gasps> What's happening? I feel funny. I'm all hot. Feel the wrath of my burning heart. <laughs> what are you doing? Looking at the stars, the moon. Down here it's all fog and bricks and misery, but up there... Don't you ever wonder what else there is? I used to wonder what was on the other side. But then... I stopped wondering. Don't move. You'll come in with me. I can't not move and come with you. Make your mind up. You can call me Amelia. Now, Miss Faye, I'd like to know why you're murdering my ladies. Look at her! Oh dear Lord, look at her! She's on fire! Sometimes, I wonder how much of our lives are ruled by fate. Is there some greater being bringing us all together? The Collinses, the Fays, the Bicosis. You mean me? Madam Rosie Fay. Uh, you put on quite a show, my dear. My name is Jade. And I'm dead. And I'm alive. Dark Shadows. London's Burning. 
Available on CD and download from www.bigfinish.com. Okay, Benji, you're looking at the page. Tell us some stuff about it. Okay, well, it was uh, written by Joseph Lidster, directed by Darren Gross, stars David Selby as Quentin Collins, and Louise oh. Jameson as Rosie Fay. Two yeah. fantastic names right there. Here's the synopsis for you. 1941, as bombs fall on the city of London, Quentin Collins is reunited with his old friend Rosie. Trapped in an underground station, she claims to have no memory of him. So he tells her how they met. 1906, music hall star Rosie Fay is the talk of the town. But what connects her to the cases of spontaneous human combustion plaguing London's ladies of the night? And why is Quentin so interested in the song that she sings? There's a little quote from it here. I'm going to dance for you. Gonna dance your cares away. I can imagine that Louise Jameson probably said that, but I I don't think I could could do a woman's voice without it it sounding silly. There we go. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, what a great cast. And and Joe Lidster and Davy Darlington have done such good work with uh, Dark Shadows. Uh, It's really, if you love spooky, unnerving, horror sort of stuff, it's really worth delving into it. You know, as as you may well know, uh, Dark Shadows was a horror soap opera, which was on American television in the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, Quite a phenomenon. Uh, beloved by its uh, audience and uh, we got the license for it quite some time ago and we've been continuing to do all sorts of exciting things with it it's um it it's not in on my horizon uh, i trust it to the people who know all about it and uh, it's going great guns have a listen to this and um you know the fact that we've got david selby in something <laughs> i'm a huge fan of him i think he's a fantastic actor it's a legend. It's really legend yeah yeah I mean, I, I uh, as I may have mentioned before, I knew him from the um, soap opera Falcon Crest, uh, which was just, you know, I really got into that because it was the most outrageous of those big filmed American TV soap operas. You know, it just, it had everything. It, had, it just got more and more outrageous. It had, it had, um, it had Ursula Andrus in it at oh, one point, you know. No way. It was just, and they were, you know, they went to foreign shores and there were spies and, you know, battles and machine guns. I mean, it's just not like any other soap. It just... You wouldn't get that in yeah. Coronation Street, would no, you? Norris no, getting out an Uzi and, and taking on <laughs> Rita on the shores of... Istanbul, you know, it just wouldn't exactly, happen. yeah. But you did get that in Falcon Crest, you know. You got and and the character that uh, David Selby played was called Richard, and he was like, he was a really nice guy and was in love with the main lady whose name I forget now. Please remind me, folks. A brilliant actress played her, and uh, he, but he had a shady side to him. So you know, every time she sort of accidentally looked at one of his, you know, private documents, she found that he was gun running or <laughs> doing something appalling. And said, Maggie, you know, it's just, it's just business, you know. It's just that oh, old Richard, cliche. Richard, please, I wish I could trust you. It was great. Anyway, sorry, we meant to be talking about Dark Shadows. Of course, I go off on one about Falcon Crest. So now the podcast is about to jump the tracks and vanish into the cracks between space, time, reality and supper. Nick is here with a handy guide to what's currently available from Big Finish. Go Nick! 
Dan Dare is out. Dan, Digby, Peabody and Sir Hubert are all primed to do battle with the deadly Mekon in this epic audio reimagining of the 1950s comic book classic not to be missed. Unit, Silenced, Kate, Lethbridge, Stewart, Osgood and the gang are all up against that uncanny foe. But will they ever remember it happened? <gasps> Survivors Series 5, the superb 1970s Terry Nation post-apocalyptic drama is reinvigorated and reinvented as compelling audio drama that pulls none of its punches. If you haven't caught up with it yet, you really jolly well should. And if you want to pick up something for free, Order of the Daleks Episode 1, starring Colin Baker, is available at bigfinish.com for free. You can also pick up the first episode of The Transcendence of Ephros for absolutely nothing too. What is it? It's one of the two full, class, full cast adventures in our Volume 2 box set of the third Doctor Adventures. That's what it is. And, and there you have it. Thank you very much for that one, Nick. And before we say goodbye, just time to remind you that next week's podcast, available on Monday, the 19th of December, is the Big Finish Christmas podcast. That's right, and we're recording on Friday the 16th of December at a rather shabby big at a rather shabby we one of our many shabby offices at the rather shabby Big Finish Production Office Party. It'll feature the season favourite My Shelf Quiz and other mayhem. Wow, yes. Uh, what are you particularly looking forward to in that podcast, Benji? Do you know what? I'm looking forward to the unexpected Nick, because that's the thing about these podcasts. <laughs> the unexpected Nick? The unexpected Nick. Another one, another... We always invite him to the party. He turns up. We, we never know which Nick it's going to be. We just pluck him <laughs> pluck him from the streets. But no, I'm looking forward to the unexpected. I, I don't know, with, with, with anything that's, that's live, you get a level of madness there. And I, and I truly believe that... In a room full of extremely creative and wonderful people, there's always <laughs> going to be a bit of a bit of chaos. That and and the quiz, obviously. Looking yeah. forward to that. So, what about That's... you, Nick? What are you looking forward to? I don't know. Pretty much that, actually. I mean, it's going to be great to have Jason Hay Gallery there in the flesh, rather than phoning in. Um, uh, when there's some actors, some some surprise actors will be there. Uh, that's uh, yes, it's actors who only ever act the emotion of surprise. They, they, that's the it. That's all they do. They just turn up and go, yeah, they go. That was that was such a brilliant surprise face you just did, Benji. <laughs> I call it the deer in the headlights. <laughs> Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to getting through it without it being a total um, wreck. <laughs> because, you know, there's a lot, I've got a lot of stuff, you know, that when I read out the rules of the My Shelf quiz, the heckling that goes on is quite appalling. Anyway, it's, um, yeah, isn't it time to say goodbye? That I, I realise that's your line, but I'm reading it anyway. Oh, well, it doesn't matter, does it? It's, it's that time <laughs> when we say goodbye. The rules go out the window. They fly across to, to Slovenia or something. There's not even a place. <laughs> Slovenia. Anyway, yes, goodbye Bye. all. Bye. It's been a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, uh, but before you go, here's an unmissable slice of nonsense from Terror Hawks. Uh, well worth a listen. And it's followed by a rather special Fourth Doctor trailer. Hmm. Sorry, sweetheart. Everything is going to be just fine. Why did we have to climb aboard this damn thing? I hate cable cars at the best of times, but in this weather... David, you're scaring him. Well, maybe he should be scared. If we don't start moving again soon, I'm not sure how... 
Climbing across from that, that ship. Oh. Hold on, darling. Oh. Don't you folks worry. We'll have you back down at the ski lodge in no time. Please, please hurry. Ah! Mommy! Don't worry, kid. Nobody oh. loses their mommy on my watch. Oh. Here, ma'am, take a hold of my arm. Thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. Now let's get you folks out of here. Lead the way. Sure thing. Uh, just as soon as I can take your credit card details. Credit card details? Or debit, Global Rescue prides itself in offering the finest quality rescue and disaster relief services at the best value for money you can find. You may have seen our TV commercials. But I don't have my credit cards. We don't have any money with us at all. Oh, not to worry then. Oh, thank God. If you could just fill in this credit agreement form and give me a shout when you're done, we can get started. Okay, wait, wait, what? what? I'll just be in the ship if you need me. Yeah, just a minute, son. Address, date of birth. Honey, what was your mother's maiden name? Terrahawks, stay on this channel. This is an emergency. staring at them up for I'm waiting for an attack come on come on sir you want the earth to be attacked no sergeant major but when it is I want to be the first man to know about it but sir that is why we have computers satellites relay stations and whatnots if something happens you'll hear the alarm not good enough sergeant every time disaster strikes those Upstarts make it to the scene before us. It's been almost a month since the Terrorhawks saw any action of any kind, and I'll be damned if we're going to miss out again. That's it! Listen up, everyone. This is a 1090. Actually, sir, that was the doorbell. Oh, it must be Johnson. If that's how long it takes you to answer the door, it's no wonder people are leaving you for another service provider. Oh, uh, sorry, Johnson. Uh, pleased you could join us. Thanks, Kate. Dismissed. 
Uh, quite frankly, I'm surprised to find you here. Why is that? Good Lord, you must be the only person on Earth not to be clued in at the moment. Don't you watch the news? Look! Oh my golly goodness, man, like we're here, yeah? Here at the scene of the disaster! Like, and you know, again, like a building suddenly collapsed out of nowhere. It looked like it was going to be a mega disaster, man, but then only minutes later, the world's favorite band of heroes, Global Rescue, arrived on the scene. Minutes later. And you're like lucky enough to see me, your host, Stu Devils, interviewing one of them. Uh, hey, over here, Mr. 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 Super Clean Cat All-American Savior Guy. Well, hi there. So, uh, hi, tell us what's been going on, man, yeah? Well, when we got here, there was a lot of panic. Debris falling everywhere, people screaming. But we said to them, look, guys, you need to work on your self-confidence. With guys like us on the scene, the world doesn't have anything to worry about. Right, yeah, amazing, man. Now, listen up, people. So, like, could you tell us a little bit about how your operation is funded, yeah? Look, the regular emergency services are great. I'm sure that they're a fantastic group of hardworking citizens. But they're overstretched and underfunded. And you know, you get what you pay for. What we offer is a private service tailored to the needs of the individual. A modern service for a modern age. That's quite enough jingoism for one day. What I want to know is how in Spacefire do they explain the fact that they get to the scene of every alien threat or natural disaster before we do? They're young, Einstein. Hip. Groovy. With it. With it? I'll happily do without it. And that's the problem. Whatever it is they're doing, it's working, and you... you've missed the boat. And who exactly is calling the shots over global rescue? I have no idea. Then we have no idea who they are. They're a top-secret organization. Secret? We've just watched them on TV. Ah, that's just the PR side of the operation. The only info we have is that they're bankrolled by some high-rolling billionaire investor. And hot off the press, the brand new trailer for the fourth Doctor adventure, The Beast of Kravanos, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Romana, with Trevor Baxter as Professor Lightfoot, and Christopher Benjamin as Henry Gordon Jago Locks. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, the fourth Doctor adventures, The Beast of Kravanos. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It is my pleasure to present our star attraction, K9. What are you eat? Four bearings. He's doing awfully well. You're quite the show. You mean show dog. Good of you to come in this afternoon, Professor. I'm sorry, I couldn't get here earlier. Unexplained murder. Just what I need. It must be in here. Yes! There's the fella! Hiding in the shadows! Jacob! Jacob! We call him the Knave on account of he always leaves a playing card at the scene of the crime. A knave of diamonds. Perhaps something of a romantic. All robberies take place from sealed rooms or vaults. Stun him, K9! The creature would appear to be resistant to this unit's firepower. Whenever the doctor's around, it seems like my job gets about a hundred times more difficult. Uh, I know what you mean. Mr. Jago! Henry! Big finish. We love stories. 
Not sure he's in the mood for milk and jelly babies, actually, Doctor. And just when you thought the podcast was over, here's another trailer for the following Tom Baker adventure, uh, The Eternal Battle, which will be followed by, uh, yeah, can you believe it? Torchwood One. I know, little hidden secret treats at the end of a podcast. It's, it's too exciting. <clears throat> I'll have to go and have a lie down. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures. The Eternal Battle. We face our bleakest hour. The odds of victory dwindle by the day. But we are resolute in the face of an abhorrent enemy. An enemy that gives no quarter. Will we diminish? No, sir. Will we yield? No, sir. Stay alert. The enemy could attack at any second. Doctor, I can't see any lakes. Kissy, can't be more than a mile or so. Uh... What's that in the sky? Blue light. Master, life forms approaching in great numbers from a westerly direction. Doctor, the Doctor. Well, it's always nice to be recognised, but... Silence! For crimes against the Sontaran race, all Sontaran battalions have standing orders to execute you and your associates on sight. Sontaran fighting against Sontaran? You are waging war on war. How long have you been fighting this war? Years. Decades. It is hard to remember. You can't remember. Sontarans are never scared. We never diminish, never surrender. Big finish. We love stories. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Fighting for the future on behalf of Great Britain. 2005 is when everything changes. And Yanto Jones is ready. Right. By and large, I'm a peace-loving individual. Lock and load, everybody. But when war threatens my world, They're coming. I become a warrior. <laughs> and I will do my duty for queen and country. Two dozen MK-47 automatic self-loading machine pistols. Bazooka attachment, self-targeting plasma grenade. Yanto, this is war. This is what we're training for. <laughs> That? I'm not sure, but I think you might have just started Earth's first interplanetary war. Torchwood One. Nice shooting, Yanto Joe. Before the fall. It's war. Nothing personal, Miss Hartman. And not a war of my making. Don't do this. Big finish. We love stories.